Welcome to our second episode of our special series, Sex Trafficking in Texas. This week, we're talking about the buyers. Be advised, we talk about some not work-friendly or child-friendly topics in today's episode. And while we don't go into graphic detail, it might be better to grab a pair of headphones or wait until little ears aren't around. In our first episode on DMST in Texas, aka domestic minor sex trafficking, we talked about the fact that this is a business and it's a big one. It brings in billions of dollars a year. But without demand, there would be no business. So the question boils down to who is buying these girls and boys for sex. As with other misconceptions, we might think of a frightening man who hasn't bathed in days. We picture someone who clearly must be a sexual deviant or pedophile. But if that's the case, then why is demand so high? The truth is buyers can be anyone. They can be old, young men or women. They come from all financial backgrounds and ethnicities. Be advised because this crime is expected to be massively underreported, we have to base much of what we know on arrest records. And according to these, the average buyer is male, middle-aged, and usually middle-class with a family and kids of their own. Buyers are often in well-respected fields. They can be doctors, lawyers, teachers, and even law enforcement. It isn't always a wealthy man. There's actually a case out in San Antonio of somebody who was running for a higher level of office who was a defense attorney who is now in jail for 80 years for trafficking a minor. Often families and coworkers have no idea that they know someone who is paying for sex with a young girl or boy. Some buyers have advised that they would stop in on their way to work or on their way home or even drop off family members when on vacation, go have sex, and then come back to join their family. Keep in mind, traffickers are not just held up in a secret brothel on the wrong side of the tracks with their girls. In San Antonio, for example, major trade happens in high tourist areas like Riverwalk and the Alamo and even the medical center. At one point in time, Houston, Texas was the biggest sex trafficking hub in the world. Not the United States, folks, the entire world. Girls and boys who are being bought for sex often have to reach a quota each night before they can go to sleep or have a meal. And this is 365 days a year. There are no days off. For some, this is a quota of $700 to $1,000 a night. For others, this can mean even more. They can often have sex with 10 or more people a night in order to get this money. And buyers aren't really paying much. Movies have made us believe that these boys and girls are making loads of money, like things like in Pretty Women, but they're not usually making much. One trafficker in a documentary from ABC advised that he wouldn't let his girls take less than $40. $40, folks, for often extremely traumatic sex acts. And that money all goes into the trafficker's pocket. The victims often go without medical care of any kind and are at a much higher risk for homicide and suicide. There is also the horrible fact that their mental health takes a beating every single day. And honestly, that leads to making it harder and harder for them to leave. Most of these folks don't make it an additional decade once they get in. Research is starting to show that porn is not just the innocent distraction that the years following pop culture porn in the 1970s made it out to be. With our phones being tiny computers, we can take, you know, everywhere, more people have immediate access to porn. You don't have to just sneak behind a counter anymore at the local store. According to Shared Hope International, the average age a young man now accesses porn for the first time is eight years old or younger. Eight years old. 
The danger with porn is that it triggers a dopamine response. And over time, more and more and more exotic is needed to trigger that response. In short, our brains are happy little dopamine addicts and will do whatever it thinks it's necessary to get more of that dopamine. Porn addiction becomes very similar to cocaine addiction in the brain. Often the need to live out that fantasy leads to looking for sex online, which can be purchasing images, or it can even lead to things like purchasing actual sex from younger and younger people. Many buyers who have been interviewed have said that they started off with people of legal age and then just the demand they were able to go younger and younger and younger. Pornhub also has a lot to answer to. While they recently removed a download feature that made it easy for people to save videos, with a verified account, which is not that hard to get, guys, one can still upload videos. And unlike studios that make porn in California, it's unlikely performers have been verified to be over the age of 18. It's not uncommon for traffickers to upload videos of their victims or to hold this over their head in what's called sextortion, which we'll go into in another episode. I want to thank Ransom Life Texas for their presentation, Exposed. It discusses the dangers of porn and the ever-changing landscape of how it's accessed. They do this presentation online monthly, or you can find it on their YouTube page. It is family-friendly, and you can sign up on RansomLifeTexas.org. I will be sharing all of my resources on our website, txlangforcrazy.com, so you can take a look for yourself. My one caution, having gone through all of this information personally, is after you watch one of these videos or you read some of this documentation, go outside, take a walk, then take action. Um, you can, there are so many organizations and I'll include those as well. Um, Ransom Life Texas in San Antonio is amazing. There's also groups like Shared Hope International, and there's also a ton in Austin, Dallas, Houston. And these groups are working very, very hard to one, keep people from getting into sex trafficking and or being involved in it. And two, to try and help people who have gotten into it out. It is not easy. There are not simple solutions, but we're fighting every day to do what we can. Thanks so much for listening and making a change. We'll talk to you next week.